Psychic medium John Edward, is he a charlatan or is he legit? We attempt to answer this question, or at least lay out enough info on both sides of the proverbial fence to better help you, the listener, decide whether he, if he is a con man or if he's the real deal psychic he claims to be. So join us as we function as a conduit, per usual, helping you peer into the world of the paranormal through the filters of careful investigation and the learning to curse brand of humor. I'm your host, Adam, along with... Dukes! And Chuck! 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 And Duque! Does I. Right. And today we are talking about psychic medium John Edward. But first off, hit us up on the social meds. Join our Facebook group, tweet at us on Twitter, check out our Instagram, email us at... LearningToCurse at gmail.com. Dot com. Yeah. And spread the curse. iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, most podcast apps. We never really do that. No, like tell people where to. Yeah, you get it. Wherever you can. They're already find. hearing us somewhere right now. Yes. But still, and YouTube. Tell your people coming soon. Yeah, we'll come back to YouTube eventually. Yes. Now let's get into it. Let's get into it. Eat. John Edward McGee. Learn me some shit. See, check this out. His last name is not Edward. It's McGee. <laughs> it's McGee. His uh, dad was Bobby McGee. He's Bobby's, the guy that uh, yes. that Janis Joplin was singing about. Exactly. So he's Irish, I'm guessing. Well, oh, yeah. You know what? He looks very, Irish. Very good. Very good. We're going to get to that in a second. John Edward McGee Jr. John Edward McGee. He's an Edward, Irish little motherfucker. Edward McGee, born October 19th, 1969. Oh, his birthday yeah. wasn't that long ago. Bam! Well, at the Happy time of the recording of this episode. Yeah. Known professionally as John Edward, is an American television personality, author, and purported psychic medium. Edward was born in Glen Cove, New York, and claims he was convinced at a young age that he could become a psychic. He wrote his first book on the subject in 1998 and became famous in the U.S. through his shows on the Sci-Fi Channel in July of 2000 and Wee TV starting May 2006. The only son of an Irish-American police officer. See, there you go. Ah, you got right. it. Irish-American police officer and an Italian-American working mother, Edward was raised Roman Catholic. I just imagine like, <laughs> the the arguments that the yes. parents had. Like, Go for it. <laughs> fucking, Loretta, I told you one more time. You put salt in my fucking soup one more time, I'm going to slap you with my billy club. <laughs> and she's like, I, I fucking told you before, I'll put the salt in whatever the fuck I want to put salt in. Your stuff is not flavorful enough. <laughs> no, she's Italian? Yeah. Yeah. I was listening. <laughs> right, go ahead. You're going in fresh. He's just, pre- he's just preparing to be talked over. Oh, I was enjoying my dum-dum. Yeah. Although Edward later stopped practicing that faith, he has said he never stopped feeling connected to God and is still closely connected to his Catholic roots. Edward once said, This is something that is driven by belief in God. It's the energy from the force that I think allows us to create this energy. Did you say force? Mm-hmm. If I can interject, Ba-da-bam. it's it's, it's, it's typically like a, a, a 
psychic medium mm -hmm. usually is in like on the fringe of some sort of religion or spirituality yeah. belief. Not Out on the necessarily edge. religious. Yeah. Um, and to say that uh, usually they don't really talk about a connection with God. They talk about a connection with Spirit. yes. the spiritual realm or a connection with the planet or the you know the earth cos cosmology and everything. So not cosmetology. That's about makeup. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. it's the makeup of the universe. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Bam. Bam. According to Edward, when he was 15 and a huge doubter in psychic abilities, he was read by a New Jersey woman who convinced him that he could become a medium. Okay, this is a quote by uh, John Edward about this psychic medium. Mm. She told me things that there is no way she could have known. And the first part of the reading was that this was the path that I was supposed to be on and that I was supposed to be a teacher and help people. And I thought she was nuts. Speaking of the same encounter in a 2002 interview, Edwards said, she told me I would one day become internationally known. Hey, she was right. Exactly. She was right. Internationally known. I was trying to think of the next line of that one. I'm not internationally known, but I'm known to rock a microphone. Because I get... No. Um, internationally known for my psychic abilities through lectures, books, radio, and TV. That's what this, this medium told her, told him that. But is that just planting a seed? Make, making him believe, making him want to uh, uh, pursue that path. Bada bing. But very possible. We'll get well, to that. Was later. her saying that, like him saying she said that? Is that like an ad hoc, like. Uh, That's true, too. Did he make yeah. it retroactively? Exactly. In, in a backronym. Now that <laughs> I made this work. Mm hmm. I have to have a nifty origin story. I thought she was full of it until she, they always say that. Oh, of course. Almost everybody that's into any kind of paranormal, I didn't really believe in this stuff until it happened to me. You know. Anyways, I thought she was full of it until she started to tell me things no one in my life knew about. The details were unbelievable. <laughs> if you guys hear Benjamin in the background, that's because Benjamin's here. We have a baby. We have a baby in the studio. Mm -hmm. Later, he's Ed a mascot. Later, Edward worked as a phlebotomist while pursuing a degree in healthcare administration at Long Island University. He met his wife, Sandra McGee. Well, I mean, obviously she wasn't McGee to begin with. Like, ah, sister. <laughs> sister. Anyways, when he was a student. My third cousin twice removed. <laughs> when he was a student in a dance studio, and he became a ballroom dancing instructor before entering his current field of work. Mm-hmm. He and his wife had their first child, Justin, on September 25th, 2002, and their second child, Olivia, on January 25th, 2007. Edward published his first book, One Last Time, in 1998. His related appearance on Larry King Live later in the year prompted enough phone calls to overload the show's switchboard. The next year, Edward had a show of his own, Crossing Over with John Edward. So you never heard about that? What? Uh, crossing Over with John Edward? No. Okay. Chuck? Yeah, I've heard yeah, That's about the time that I finally heard about him. Crossing over with John Edward. From 2001 to 2004, Edward was the producer and host of the show Crossing Over with John Edward, which has become syndicated and was broadcast on the Sci-Fi Channel in the United States and on Living TV in the UK. Never heard of it. Um, in Crossing Over, Edward gave psychic readings to audience members. Readings in Crossing Over involve Edward questioning audience members with what is presented as information being communicated by their deceased friends and relatives. Edward says he receives images and clues from the other side. They put it in quotations. Mm -hmm. Bunny quotes. The other side of what? The other side of the tracks. Exactly. Mm. Which the audience must try to interpret. I don't think that's really the case, but still, it's it's that that's how that's what they use to 
dismiss him as a charlatan. But anyways, yeah. the audience is not supposed to supply Edward with any prior information about themselves, their family, or whom they are trying to connect with on the other side, aside from questionnaires filled out prior to taping. Um, audience members respond to Edward's statements and questions, adding any details they feel are appropriate. The show often employs a split screen, the view of, uh, of a reading without sound on one half of the screen, while the other half, the subjects of the reading, are shown in a later interview as they discuss their experiences. A voiceover by Edward is also implemented at times, sharing further insights. Now, I mean, one could say that there's some trickery in that, too. But in other instances, Edward conducted private sessions away from the studio audience. The subjects of these segments later talked in greater detail about the situation that led to their reading with Edward and the effect that the reading had on their lives. Periodically, segments revisit people who have previously appeared on the show. Shortly after the September 11th attacks, Edward began filming at least one special in which he met with some relatives of the victims with the intention of communicating with those who were killed. According to Edward's autobiography, he did not know that the producers had chosen the victims' families to appear on the show. Hmm. The Trade Magazine, I know, right? The Trade Magazine Broadcasting and Cable sent a story, Psychic Plans WTC Victims Show, on the daily subscription fax sent to the news media and TV station executives on October 25th, 2001. Wow. Oh, I thought you wanted to say something. <laughs> no. Um... Steven Rosenberg, president of domestic television at Studios USA, the company that distributes Edward's program, had tentatively scheduled the programs to be broadcast during the November sweeps period. You guys are familiar with that, right? Yeah. November sweeps and all that. Mm -hmm. um, but... No. <laughs> but news of the taping sparked a national outcry. Both the Sci-Fi Channel and the Crossing Over with John Edward production office were flooded with phone calls and emails, some expressing outrage at the exploitation of the national tragedy. You'd think you would have seen that coming. I, you know, you want to check this out. Others at what they perceived as extreme tastelessness in search of ratings. Rosenberg initially ignored the criticism, insisting the programming would go on as scheduled. But within hours, he terminated his plans. Edward's next show, John Edward Cross Country. <gasps> oh, this where he All the way carries the cross the across, across the country. Yeah, <laughs> I just felt like Tangible. running, running, and I just kept on running. Edward's next show, John Edward Cross Country, was broadcast on Wee TV on from Wee. March. Wee wee wee. All the way, from, all the way home. All the way home. <laughs> from March 2006 to late 2008. In each episode, after a reading, Edward is filmed visiting the person or people whose reading was televised, along with their families, to see how the experience has changed their life. During the first season of Cross Country, Edward traveled across the U.S., giving readings to large audiences in public venues. In subsequent seasons, the show has been broadcast from a set similar to that used for Crossing Over. Critics of John Edward assert that he performs the mentalist techniques of hot reading and cold reading. Now, do you guys know what cold reading is, obviously? Yeah. Now, hot reading is where you just blatantly dig up the information ahead of time mm -hmm. on, on the people and shit. Now, yeah. he's been accused of this, but check this out. Uh, critics of John Edward assert that he performs the mentalist techniques of hot reading and cold reading, in which one respectively uses prior knowledge or a wide array of quick and sometimes general guesses to create the impression of psychic ability. Choosing the first reading from a two-hour tape of edited shows... Now, get that. Two hours. Yeah. Two-hour tape of edited shows as a sample. Illusionist and skeptic James Randi. Yep. Hey, James Randi made a pop-up. Um, 
found that just three of 23 statements made by Edward were confirmed as correct by the audience member being read. And the three statements that were correct were also trivial and nondescript. In another incident, Edward was... Okay, now, real quick. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get to this in Speculation Station, too. Yeah, that's right. what I'm waiting for. Now, now, this isn't just, just outright defend him, but here's the thing. When, when, when you're doing a psychic reading for somebody, just because the hits don't make sense to that person you're reading doesn't really mean it's a, a negative. That it's, it's, what if they're just not getting it, interpreting it right? Sure. As, you, as you'll find out in a story that I have for you guys later. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Brown chicken, brown cow. Brown chicken, brown, brown. In another incident, Edward was said to have used foreknowledge to hot read in an interview on the television show Dateline. James Underdown of the independent investigative group IIG um, attended a crossing over show in November 2002 and said, There was no indications of anyone I saw collecting information. None of his readings contained the kind of specific information that would raise an eyebrow or suspicion. John Edward was a bad cold reader in this guy's opinion. Um, he too struggled to get hits and in one attempt shot off nearly 40 guesses before finding any significant targets. Hmm. Underdown also claimed that Edward's apparent accuracy on television may be inflated by the editing process, um, which also helps, by the way, helps out our show. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> After watching the broadcast version of the show, um, he had attended and recorded. Hold on. <laughs> You're like, wait, what are you guys talking about? Undeads. After watching the broadcast version of the show he had attended and recorded, Underdown attributed a great deal of Edwards' accuracy on television on, on, on television to editing and wrote, Edwards' editor fine-tuned many of the dead ends out of reading... Uh, out of a reading riddled with misses. In 2002, Edward said, People... Oh, poor dude. You're all right. You're all right. Cover your mouth, damn it. Like, elbow. Yes. Is he smiling? Watch. This way. Ah, no one yeah. Ninja. <laughs> okay. In 2002, Edward said, People are in the studio for eight hours, and we have to edit the show for time, not content. We don't try to hide the misses. Edward, uh, hold on, hide the miss. We don't try to hide the misses. Edward has denied ever using hot or cold reading techniques. In March 2000, wait. Go ahead. I wanted to say this off the record so it won't be in the thing, but no, 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 it's it's a, hide the misses. I mean, hide the mistress. Hide the mistress. Put it boom. Untits. In March 2018, skeptical activist Susan Gerbic published an article in Skeptical Inquirer summarizing a number of techniques which she says are used by psychics, such as Edward, to achieve their effects. In a 2019 segment of Last Week Tonight, what a fucking weird name, Last Week Tonight. Mm -hmm. It was Edward and other it means like last, last week, week tonight stuff that happened. Last week shit, talked about but it just doesn't sound right. You know. Anyways, that's the whole point to make you talk about. Last it. week tonight, they're talking about it. <laughs> John Oliver. I, I don't know. Yeah. Oliver close off. Yeah. <laughs> Tangentville. In a 2019 segment of Last Week Tonight, Edward and other prominent TV psychics were featured. Several clips of Edward attempting cold reading and failing to get hits were included, as well as a clip of Edward telling an audience member, I can only tell you what they're showing me. And if he's calling your mom a bitch, I'm going to pass on. I'm going to pass that on. He does. He's, he's serious about that. Like, he doesn't hold back stuff. Oh, wow. Wow, right? Um, 
John, oh yeah, John Oliver. Yep, hold on. John Oliver criticized the predatory, uh, the predatory nature of the psychic industry as well as the media for promoting psychics because this convinces viewers that psychic powers are real and so enables neighborhood psychics to prey on grieving families. Oliver said, when psychic abilities are presented as authentic, it emboldens a vast underworld of unscrupulous vultures, more than happy to make money by offering an open line to the afterlife, as well as many other bullshit services. Ooh, you, you heard that the, was funny. You heard the BS word. <laughs> uh, Gary, okay, I check this out. This is a little more in, in favor. Um, Gary Schwartz, a psychologist and researcher in the field of parapsychology, because he's in the yeah. parapsychology, um, designed and administered a series of tests for Edward and several other mediums to investigate their paranormal claims and published his belief that Edward's abilities were genuine in his book, The Afterlife Experiments. The study did not undergo scientific peer review, and the Committee for Skeptical Inquiries, Ray Hyman, a psychologist and critic of parapsychology wrote a detailed critique of Schwartz's methodology um, and conclusions in a 2003 issue of the Skeptical Inquirer. Schwartz responded to the critique, leading Hyman to write a rebuttal. Okay. Da, 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 da. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Now let's move on to Rational Wiki, because Rational Wiki's always got some interesting stuff. But yeah. I mean, sometimes you gotta admit, like the hardcore skeptics, yeah. not, not Chuck. But, like, the hardcore skeptics. <laughs> I got to look from a Frank like he's not a hardcore skeptic. But you know what I'm talking about. Everybody knows that skeptic that they'll just shit on everything. And I feel like Rational Wiki, yeah. Rational Wiki is that. They go, it's, it's almost the same as a believer. They, they tend to go out of their way sometimes. Mm -hmm. And you'll see in how they wrote the stuff. It's, it's not it's, it's basically, more so being it's a, definitely confirmation bias. Mm. And it's also a uh, periodolia. <laughs> now remember, stop making fun of me, Frank. Now, now remember, the skeptics. <laughs> but no, it's, it's are guilty of, of of confirmation bias as well. Yes, a hundred percent. But Sometimes. if it, not Chuck, think, though, if it's definitely Chuck, it's uh, what is the word I'm thinking of? What had happened was, <laughs> so not they're they're not so much yes they are skeptic. They're they're uh, cynical. Yes, yeah. Not believing at all. Rational Wiki says, John Edward is a hack mentalist who pretends to talk to the dead. See, I mean, that's very accusatory. Yeah, already, I mean, that's... They're already... Right? Like, that kind of ruins it for... Anyways. Um, he was named biggest douche in the universe <laughs> by the prestigious um, celebrity auditing firm of Parker oh, and on. Stone. Let's go back. <laughs> if you're a prestigious firm, why would you make a uh, uh, greatest douche in the galaxy award <laughs> how how's that a prestigious thing to do exactly i mean prestige doesn't really have anything to do no, with tact it doesn't but I mean, <laughs> at the same time Okay, like, come on now. <laughs> now let's talk about his techniques here a little bit. Edward uses a combination of cold reading and plain old subterfuge. Each 22-minute episode is in reality condensed from a 3 to 4 hour session. What did he do in a centrifuge? In a centrifuge, in a mm. subterfuge. Mm. Yes. Um, thus eliminating the hours on end where Edward doesn't have a clue and is obviously guessing. In addition, Edward is known for placing plants, and I've heard about this too, mm -hmm. um, placing plants in the audience who, during the 30 through 60 minute delay between seating and Edward's appearance, will speak with real audience members about who they're trying to contact. Usually it's just like a fresh pineapple in a seat though. <laughs> Sometimes. Or yeah. a ficus. Yes. 
or or uh, something a little more durable like a cacti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edward mm-hmm. studiously prefaces his statements with weasel phrases. Yeah, I, I, that's what I like about Nas- rational wiki is they, they yeah, yeah. Weasel phrases such as "I feel the need to acknowledge." I've never it's heard a weasel say over that. A fact. Yep. I've never heard a weasel say that. Exactly. Me either. Me either. So bullshit. Boo on you. Failure to predict. The evening... Oh, now check this out. I mean... We're going to end up on that site. <laughs> I know. Probably. No. Oh, yeah. For, once we start believing in something, you know, then, yeah. then we'll end up on that site. Learning to curse so is a hack safe. podcast. <laughs> you should have heard them in the early game. They're turning off frogs gay. <laughs> the first couple of seasons were fine, but then they started believing in shit. <laughs> Just to get ratings. Yeah. <laughs> Phil, you should predict. Now check this out. The evening of September 10th, 2001, John Edward appeared as a guest on CNN's Larry King Live. The worst civilian attack in United States history would occur less than 12 hours later, yet this psychic did not mention it in any way. Whoa. But here's the thing. Just because he's a medium. Yeah, they weren't so dead yet. Did a spirit, yeah, exactly. exactly. Or did a spirit say, this is going to happen? This no, is no here's, happen. A question. here's a question that I have. <laughs> yeah. Has at any time John Edwards... Uh, claimed to be able to read the future? No. Then there you go. He, he talks, talks about talks the to, past. He talks to dead people, yes. right? And they tell him things that have happened so or fuck, are happening. So fuck them. Yeah. So yeah, I mean. That's unfair. That, that is unfair. He That's never really claimed unfair. to be, if he never claimed to be a psychic that can read the future yes. or tell the future or, or any of that, then, then fuck that. Then fuck you. Because... So, so we all agree that that's a little, that's a low blow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He couldn't predict that that was going to happen. Peridolia. Peridolia. I've heard it said so. Offered to contact victims. Okay. Following the attacks, Edward offered to air a series of specials where he would contact the various victims to relay last messages to their families. Even for Edward, this was an incredible show of bad taste, and the idea was soon shelved. And that's talking about that. I, I agree with that. I have to agree with that. That's it's, it's like that's tactless. And it's a it's a too soon kind of thing too. I mean, right? it, even, even if they did it now it'll be kind of you know i mean well, it's been 18 time doesn't years. exist so how is there too soon i know it's true i mean it's i mean this was like right after he was going to talk to the, the yeah I mean, it, no i mean as far as too soon in this context it really seems like something to capitalize yeah on the deaths of I thousands mean, yes and no like like if he did it now it'd be a little less so if, looking if, like he's doing it for the money if if a news station goes and and uh, covers a, a tragedy, does that mean that they're capitalizing of it? Yes, yes, they're gonna, yes, they're, <laughs> yes. yes, they're going to do clickbait stuff. But it's true. They're, all, they're also their, their job or whatever is to give their information to their listeners or viewers. Yes, so, but that's why I appreciate the ones. As long as they don't sensationalize. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. The ones that yeah. aren't sensationalizing. Yes. The. The news. The situation. I mean, they're just pre- presenting news as it happens so that people are aware. That's not, in my opinion, capitalizing on it. Yes, mm-hmm. that's part of their job, but that's yeah. what they do for any it. tragedy. Yeah. Why People gotta and, know. Why pick and choose the biggest tragedy to make a buck off of? Yeah. When that's not well, your, that's not what your job entails. But if there's a lot of lost souls that he could possibly contact due to that that situation, it's in, it's in his uh, area of expertise. Yes, but here's another thing, like, and maybe this is getting jumping the gun too soon, but. For for somebody to to do that, if he was capable of speaking with these dead people and communicating with them, 
why not do it in private so that these people can have a moment with instead of doing it on a show? That's true. Yeah. That's true. Exactly. He could have offered that. that service. You know, yeah. just like the just you like you just like a lot of you still could get money off that if you really really wanted. Right. To. Well, yeah. It's like not- what, what did uh, Steve Buscemi do mm-hmm. during 9/11? I don't know who that is. Steve Buscemi is an actor. Coca Puff. He's an actor. Yeah. He was in a lot of. Didn't he go out to he the scene and Dogs. actually help them out? Yeah, because he yeah. used to be a firefighter yeah. near there. Yeah. And so he went and he was a first responder. He didn't he didn't mention it to anybody. He yeah. didn't he just went out and did it. And I mean, there's a lot of celebrities that do that. Like on the low, they'll just do yeah. like relief for disasters. Okay, now I got this one from the fraud examiner. Um, psychic fraud. Do I see a con scheme in your future? John Edward never faced criminal charges, but his career as a psychic has been shadowed by skepticism and claims of deceptive practices. One of the more common accusations levied against purported psychics is use of cold reading, a method of... Uh, now, here's the thing. They, they assume right away that they all employ cold reading. I mean, he does... I mean, we'll get to how he does it here in a little bit, but still. What is cold? I, I don't know that. Cold reading? I'm get, I mean, I, I can assume, but yes. I'm not sure for sure. Okay. Chuck wants to tell you. I see the letter I see M. The letter, I was about to say the letter M. Holy shit, for psychic! That, no, because you said that on the episode recently. That's yeah. why. <laughs> I was going to say it earlier in the episode, in this episode too, but I didn't. Right. But yeah. That's th- why that, I figured it was, but I wasn't yeah. sure. That's okay. cool reading. Yeah. Warm reading would be like knowing certain there's, things there's a about. Person, there, there's a female. Mm-hmm. And, and she was. Is there a somebody in the audience wearing flowered panties? You, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you, you're you're free balling. <laughs> you have flowers in your butt crack. <laughs> that's what uh, it that's was. That's what it is. I was um, almost there. So, one of the more common accusations levied against a purported psychics is the use of cold reading, a method of asking questions based on the client's age, gender, race, clothing, speech patterns, and other readily observable details, and then refining the reading. Based on verbal and nonverbal responses, shotgunning is a related technique in which the reader rapidly asks a series of general questions, often to a large audience, and then focuses on positive respondents. I was looking up for support of his legitimacy. Okay. Now, there's tons of shit out there just shitting on him. Uh, but shockingly... To check to see if he wasn't a bastard? Yes, exactly. His legitimacy? Yes, exactly. Okay. Shockingly, but yet not so shockingly... There isn't a lot of support online, at least in articles and videos, speaking about how John Edward is legit. So let's play medium's advocate here, or at least John Edward advocate, and build a fair case in the defense of his abilities. Um, and we're going to try to do this without, uh, we're going to do this segment without the benefit of Chuck and Dukes knowing the story that I'm going to tell after the breaking point. Okay. Okay. What sets him apart from the typical cold reader? His hair. <laughs> His hair. See, well, he's, he's internationally known on the microphone. I and think, he's known to rip I a think, microphone. I think what might be the, the one thing that, that, that his sets saving grace. him apart mm-hmm. is his differences from other cold readers. Yes. Other mediums. If he is as, as actually a cold reader. Because, right. Because he, he puts out what's real, like, this person didn't even like you or whatever. That, yeah. It's like he doesn't, he doesn't come across as, like, I don't know, like a like a Miss Chloe type, like yeah. like a spiritual Ms. guru. Cleo. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant, Miss Cleo. <laughs> he's yeah. more like an everyday guy. Yeah, he's like an everyman who just like was a dance instructor, and now he's yeah struck with the need to tell people about their dead relatives. Exactly, happens every day. So his his story, right. whether concocted or, or or legit, helps him a little bit with his credibility. So he's more down to earth, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
what makes him different from the typical Cole reader, um, I'm not necessarily saying that he He's is a lukewarm reader. reader. He's a lukewarm. <laughs> yeah, Luke, I am your reader. Um, <laughs> is that... He can okay, and I've witnessed this because I've been to one of his shows. Yeah, um, he's very specific. Now, okay. I mean, when you look at stuff on YouTube or on the Sci-Fi Channel, any mm-hmm. of his shows and stuff, or snippets from it, yeah, they could have edited it. But when yeah. you're there in uh-huh. person and you see him at work, he's he's very specific when he when he reads people and stuff. Can I make a suggestion to that? Yes. Okay. He started in what, like 2000? No, 1998. Yeah, when he was right? young and yeah, or before that even. So when he was like 15. It's been 20 years or more mm-hmm. to refine for him his to re- Yeah, to refine this. But wouldn't and you say like a Miss Cleo or a Sylvia Brown has been doing it probably even longer? Yeah, she for even, sure. Yeah. She even faked her. And they're not that good. Her accent, like, that's just, come on now. Millie Vanilli didn't. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Phony baloney, phony baloney. She wasn't really like, she Jamaican. She faked that fucking accent. Got that. Yeah. Well, what were you going to say about Millie Vanilli? Because those. I'm saying <laughs> she, she, was, she was fake. Those krauts were like, they were German. Or that's my that's my Austria, point. Like Austria, that's my point. They were faking that they're the ones Girl, singing you know it. Oh, I thought you were saying true. not like the million. No, I, I said that's. I was used. Okay. To, I wouldn't bring them up. Say <laughs> I was say saying not like President Trump. Like the, no, the I thought you were saying. Up. I thought you were saying like like not as bad as Millie Vanilli. Nothing oh, no. at all like Colonel Clink. Oh, okay, don't know that. Oh shit. Because <laughs> that. That episode that we were talking that I was talking about that I was listening to on the way here. Yeah. We were talking about Colonel Clink. Well, you said Clink, and we started talking about Colonel Clink, and then we started talking about Bob Crane. Yes. Okay. I don't know who any of these people are. I know. Yeah. Black people problems. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. you're, you're too busy watching Sanford and Son. Uh, exactly. <laughs> In the truck. <laughs> In the truck. It's a great. In a whole lot of junk. So John Edwards, right? Yes, you got me going on. Or is it Edward? (laughs) John Edward, because John Edwards is the uh, the politician. Yeah, that's right. Um, His accuracy opposed to others. Now, obviously, I couldn't I couldn't find much of that, but just like witnessing it, Uh I I mean, they they say that he shoots out a lot of misses. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. What if it's what if it's on the other uh, to play a John Edward advocate here? I what if it, say too. what if done. it's more on the uh, people he's trying to read? It's more on their end that right. they're not getting it. Yeah, like you know? so. For example, and just to play advocate yeah. here, yeah. If if I were being like, if there was a, a medium trying mm-hmm. to talk to me about my grandma, yeah, I wouldn't know shit because like, you don't. Maybe I didn't know her, know her that yeah. well. Exactly. So, so, or it might be that. something like a lapse of memory that you don't remember that particular yeah. thing, but later on you're like, oh yeah. Now check this out about the misses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He considers himself a professional in his his trade, right? Yes. And he has misses. Michael Jordan missed many buckets. Bam! Yet you're considering they consider him great at what he does. You're not going to always be 100 percent on anything you do in this world. Anything. Try harder. Try harder. Anything. <laughs> Even if you're, if you, say you're a a police officer and you're trying to save lives, or say a fire a firefighter. You're going to have some people that just die. You don't get to them in time. Exactly. Right. The same thing in the ER, you know. That doesn't make them not yeah. a good if You're a firefighter, firefighter. Sometimes your boxing gloves get burned. Sometimes. Yes, exactly. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Quit so, boxing the fire. So my point is, just because he has, of course you have misses, okay? Yeah. You're trying to get to it. Once you get to it, you get to it. You know what yeah. I mean? And sometimes, like, you'll you'll hear about in, in, in the case that I'm going to tell you in a little bit that I'm going to present as evidence uh, to support John Edward. Um, sometimes he can lay something out there that the other side is 
that the other side is telling him. Mm -hmm. And the person being read, it doesn't click for them until they've left. Okay. Maybe even days later. Um, another thing, he actually, this sets him apart, in my opinion, from a lot of cold readers, is, um, again, not saying that he is a cold reader, but he tells people not to claim other people's dead people. Like, he's straight out, like, don't try to make this, what I'm putting out there, don't try to make this about you. Like, don't, don't try to make this about someone you know. Like, don't make it fit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If it speaks to you, it speaks to you, but don't go out of your way. Don't, don't, he like says it a lot. Don't steal other people's dead people. Can I jump on the other side of the fence here for yes, that? Yes, 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 yes. That's something that I think is a good tactic. To make to him get, look like. Yeah, to make him look believable. more legitimate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because of course people are going to already be doing that. Yeah. Because they're there. They're, they're not going to listen. They're, no, well, they're there at an event paying money to have this happen for yeah, them. Yeah, they want that And experience. if they do hear something that triggers something, I'm sure a lot of people are sitting in the audience waiting. Like, is yeah. that about me? Oh, no, it's about this. Wait a second. That He said that other thing. Yeah. And that makes a lot more sense for me. And see, when I went so, to the event, I actually sat there. I, I tried to just be an observer. Yeah. Just be, just observe what's going on, how he reads other people. I didn't even care observe if he report. did bring something up, to, you know, about me. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's something that would click for, for me. I was kind of hoping it wouldn't because I just wanted to observe everybody else and see yeah. how this, see how this works. Because even if it did happen to me, it would still just be anecdotal if I brought that on the Anecdotes show. Anecdotes and dozy dozy and little amdies eat ivy. But so there you go. So that's a few of the ways that we could shoot down. What, what are some of the, uh, some of the other stuff that we could shoot down? That, that I thought we're supposed to be building the case for him right now. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're shooting some. Oh, we're shooting him down. Shooting it? some of the stuff down that that um, people have been criticizing him about. I, th I think we covered it. The, the, yeah. Uh, all losses. Well, um, <clears throat> he's white. So is that <laughs> <laughs> strike one? <laughs> white psychic privilege. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this breaking point the way they would talk there. You yeah. ready? I'm ready. Yo, I'm at my crossing over point. Fucking same, bro. And we're back. Um, so now I'm gonna hit the episode with what I consider a little bit of evidence, even though it can still be considered anecdotal. Um, the listener doesn't have to believe me in what I'm about to say, but check Fine. this out. I won't. You're not a listener. I'm listening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. So my mother-in-law, she went to a John Edwards show. Uh -huh. I did as well. I went with her um, a, a subsequent time, but we didn't get any readings then. But like I said, I was being the observer. Yeah. But in her time going there, at the show, John Edward was talking about how when he gets something, he could either be talking to the people or drawn to a general area and starts to sort it all out which sounds kind of like cold reading, I know. Anyways, at one point, he was talking to a whole group of people that came to the event together, two rows behind my mother-in-law. He stated that if you come together with others, your people can come through for any of them. During their conversation with John, they were talking about a daughter that was working. Now, this is the group that was behind them. Um, they, were, they were talking about a daughter that was working on a Jacques Cousteau-type documentary. That's very specific. Anyways, at some point, he got odd. This is my mother-in-law's uh, words. At some point, he got odd, saying, I don't know how to say it, but I'm getting some kind of accident on the set. And they said no. He then stated, 
He didn't know if this already happened or if this was going to happen. Oh, so there's the little precognitive thing. Maybe mm. maybe some sometimes they can warn him about precognitive things. Anyways, okay. Um, so he is an ass. He's the, the paper's not an asshole after all. Yeah, well, not as much of an well, asshole as we thought. Well, I mean, somebody would still have to come through and tell him, hey, you know, they're gonna bomb the towers. Anyways, um, or that it may have happened, or that it may have happened and you haven't been told yet. It's a possibility. Then he asked if they had spoken to her and if they were sure about her safety. He was thinking perhaps there was a delay in them finding out. They kept saying no, that they had talked to her and she was fine. He said what he was getting was someone in a body of water, in a vehicle. Still, they kept saying no. He said, does this make any sense to any of you? Then he said, I don't think I'm with you. <laughs> I know it sounds like a cold. I get it. Hold on, but check this out. You, hold on, you said I don't think I don't think I'm with you. What do you mean by like that? I'm with you guys? Like I'm with this group. I, I'm not with you. Like he he uses that verbiage a lot. Like I'm not with you. You know, like if if he determines that whoever's coming through isn't for them anymore, it's now it's switched gears. Because before he was getting hits with them, and it was like then this other thing came through and he interrupted. So he them. told those people that he's not with them. Yeah, he's well, like, I, I, okay, I, I, I'm I, not with you. telling the spirit that he's not with them. That's why I was yeah. lost. Okay. <laughs> Again, he said he sees a vehicle going off an embarkment or cliff into water, that it went straight down, nose down into the water from a great height. He ended up describing a white car. See, very specific. Um, but there are a lot of white cars. Yeah. Play both sides of the fence here. And it was at this time he realized he definitely wasn't picking up someone from that group. A two-door car with someone in it, and there's a fire that happens from either hitting the rock on the way down, but there's a fire involved, and then it's straight down into the water, said Edward. At this time, my mother-in-law turned to my brother-in-law saying, that is how redacted. Out of respect for yeah. this family, I'm not going to bring right. them their, their names into it because this entire family's dead now. Yikes. By the way, um, but my mother-in-law was okay with the story being told. It just I have to re redact their names. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. At this time, my mother-in-law turned to my brother-in-law, saying, "That is how Redacted's husband died." Mm -hmm. So my brother-in-law raised my mother-in-law's hand up. John Edward focused on them and said, "Does this make sense to you?" My mother-in-law said, "Well, I had a friend whose husband died that same way. He apparently just looked at her for a little while and waited, and then said, "I am with you." Everybody stand up. Everyone who came with her, that is. Yeah. So the, that whole group. You were there that time? Or I wasn't there that okay, time. Okay. No, no. The, mm. But, but uh, the rest of my wife's family was there. My wife witnessed this as well. Um, and my father-in-law who passed away, he was there as well. Mm. Um, John Edward ended up describing how the husband was alone in the accident, but there was someone who survived the accident. She said, no. And John said, yes. Like very, he was very adamant about it. Probably, probably someone he swerved not to hit. Well, no, check this out. Um, and John said, yes. Someone, not like, yes. <laughs> not like that. Hold on. But, yes. Cut this out. Yeah. It was, it was his side chick. <laughs> yeah. Side chick? Dude. Dude. And John said, yes. Someone was either with him and got out of the car or didn't get into the car but intended to. Hmm. My mother-in-law said, no, he was by himself. To which John replied, no, he wasn't. He's very adamant about this. That's crazy. And he was told he has told people before that the spirits allegedly won't let him move on until they get the message out mm -hmm. that they intend to get out. John then told her to talk to her friend because he was definitely not alone. Okay. Sure enough, when she now this is later on. Um, when my mother-in-law talked to her friend the next day, which was very awkward for her, she says, he told her friend how John Edward insisted that her husband was not by himself. 
She recalled her telling the story before, not mentioning anyone being with him or anything about anyone else involved. Her friend then told her he wasn't by himself. He was having an affair. Her friend had known about it, but didn't say anything to my mother-in-law or anyone else. Apparently she was with him and didn't get into the car yet. That's how they knew that instead of his foot being on the brake, he was revving up his engine, like kind of like being, you know, being, being like the macho thing, like revving up his engine and stuff. Um, and he, and, and she was, and he had a witness to him going over the side of this parking garage that went straight down to the water. Wow. Boom. So that, that covers it. Mm-hmm. And it's also the same kind of car. Anyways, my mother-in-law had not known this, so John didn't get that from her with any trickery and was very adamant about it being so. Mm-hmm. As far as someone that was supposed to be with him and didn't go, his son, who was about five at the time, used to go almost everywhere with his dad. The son, I guess, told him, I want to go with you, but the father said, no, not this time. I because, will come back for you. Because well, they had a side check. You can't take your son through a side check. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I'm gonna go do something you don't want to see. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. Yeah. You're gonna. You're gonna don't snitch tell on mom. Me. You're gonna snitch on. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Takashi, so, this shit. <laughs> and I. I, I <laughs> <laughs> so, um, forwarding to the back to the reading, uh, John had also said there is someone who has a medical issue. And some, see, again, very specific. Um, I mean, I get a lot of I people mean, have medical issues. I'm sorry, but, but yeah, saying medical issue no, is not very specific. Um, someone has a medical issue, and something could be done about it, but they are either not following through with the treatment or doctor's orders. Again, she said no, not knowing the situation. And again, John said yes. He told my mother-in-law, just keep that with you. Someone knows about a medical treatment, and they are rejecting it or not doing it, or they are done trying. Later, when she talked to her friend after the show, and the after, same friend with the, the the same friend, okay, and after talking with my mother-in-law and her family about other uh, and about other family members, which which I'll get to in a moment, um, he he all of a sudden jumps back to my mother-in-law and says, "Who is redacted? I can't say the name, mm-hmm. but now here's the thing. Let me pause here. Like cold readers will do the whole like we said earlier. Like I'm getting a, a letter M, and then I'm have getting, you tell them the name exactly? Yeah." He uh, he stopped like cold in the middle of reading um, about other other people in my my wife's family. Mm-hmm. Stopped and went right back to my mother in law specifically and said, "Who is redacted?" Mm-hmm. Um, which happened to be the name of her friend's son. Okay. He's a five year old. Yeah, but he's he's older now. No, well, maybe, he would have been that, yeah, 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 that kid. That okay, kid. okay. Um, at this point. She had not mentioned the name at all, mind you. Mm-hmm. So unlike regular cold reading where someone throws a letter out there, he just blurted out the name specifically for her. He then asked her, he then asked her, who is that? And when she told him it was the son, John told her, he didn't even continue. He just said, John, John told her, go talk to your friend and moved on to a new group of people altogether. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah, he, he might draw that, yeah. It's like, see, it's like con- confirmed right there. It's like he didn't have to prove it to the audience. He just like, look, you go talk to your friend about it. Boom. When my mother-in-law talked to her friend, the friend told her about how the dad was going to come back for him. Also, she didn't know this next part because she didn't go to work that day um, because she went to see the John Edward show. But the friend and son went to his checkup and he had already had a surgery for a brain tumor before. 
But in this checkup, the same day, they found out that the tumor was back, and he told the surgeon he did not want to be treated. Um, and this was all. How happened. was he about this time? Uh, he's, he was older, like I think an adult or an older I think kid, late teens, early twenties, okay. maybe. Um, this ha- and this all happened the day of the show. Hmm. And my mother-in-law didn't know this because she didn't go to work that day. Yeah. Boom. So the son died shortly after, and the mother believes that that was the father's way of coming back for him. I mean, that's an interpretation, but still. Uh, Sadly, the mother also passed away recently. So real real, real quick, when this whole thing happened with the um, going to this show, Mm -hmm. like how long ago was that? Um, That was probably about two years ago. Okay. I'm just trying to get a time. About either a year back. Actually, I think a little over a year ago. And then like shortly after that, the mother died too. Hmm. It's crazy. Um, What's that, that does happen a lot when someone passes yeah. away. People like kind of like give up. Well, he know? passed away quite a while ago, but obviously, no, you know, the, 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 but the, the son, story. that's yeah. that's hard, man. Because like, my grandpa that. passed away, and um, let me see, he actually passed away in I, I thought I thought he passed away in December, but it was April or whatever. I think it was April, mm-hmm. and then May, June, July, August, September, October, November. December. So eight months later, wow. my my grandma. It happens away. a lot with with married couples and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. just family in general. It's my crazy. dad's grandparents did the same thing. Like my my dad's yeah. grandpa died, and then like literally like three months later, my his grandma died. Yeah. Which, by the way, um, this actually happened about a month ago from the recording of this episode. But my grandmother passed away. Yeah. Um, in this situation, my grandparents passed away like 16 years apart mm. but the weird thing I mean if I mean it, and it's, it could just be coincidence but they were both born in May yeah May 3rd and May 6th of 23 and 32 wow they flipped right they both passed away in October yeah it's crazy that's crazy yep uh, another side note the son started collecting feathers mm-hmm. and at the time that he passed away there were all these feathers that popped up on the windowsill now you can figure that that just happens, but check this out. My mother, bird. my mother-in-law went to see them 15 minutes after he passed at at the hospice, and his cousin told them that there had been all these birds on the patio all day long, more than normal. And at the same time that he passed, the birds flew away, and not one stayed. They said that they estimated about 20 to 30 birds on the patio. Hmm. When the mother went home later in the evening, she kept hearing a noise that ended up being a bird. She looked out to find a bird sitting on the patio table, chirping away in the middle of the night, and then it just flew off after she saw it, after she acknowledged it. So is that yeah. meaningful coincidences? Possibly, yeah. Other things that came about were him finding out that my mother-in-law's family made the news generations ago. Now, check this out. This is a cool story. Um, and, and everybody at home, you guys can check this out, too. Look up the Allen family mm-hmm. um, in, in, a, in a mass court shooting. Anyways, the only thing that knocked their story out of the newspaper at the time was the Titanic. It's fucking crazy. Um, he Wait, the original, like, yeah, the no, real 19- Titanic, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the news of their story. 1912? They're, they're, yeah. So he, he knew that there was an infamous story in their family. Like, mm. he didn't know her last name, but she just knew that there was an infamous story. So it happened to be this uh, courthouse shootout that made the history, actually made the history books, too. Um, their headline, they were headline news in the New York Times in 1912, like I said. Um, he also picked up that my mother-in-law and, and her mother-in-law didn't get along, which a lot of mother-in-laws don't get along with mother-in-laws. Whatever. I mean, a lot of women don't get along with well, their mother-in-law. my mother-in-law and my mom get along. Yeah. What, do they? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, no, she, she didn't get along with her husband's mother. <laughs> I didn't think about it. 
Um, he asked if she ever called her kitten. 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 You say kitten? Yeah. Kitten. Kitten. Caboodle. He, he asked if he asked if she ever called her kitten or had anything to do with cats. Now that seems very broad, but check this out. He brought up Hello Kitty as an example. He said they kept showing him that that as an example, uh, stating that they show him pictures in his mind of things that he relates things to, like his frame of reference, um, and said that they show the that they kept showing the Hello Kitty and kept taking the hello off. He insisted that she kept showing him Kitty. My mother-in-law said that that makes absolutely no sense, in which he replied that it will later on. Remember it because it will come to you at some point. So check this out. As they were walking to the parking lot after the show, um, she stopped dead in her tracks as she remembered the conversation she had with her mother-in-law, where she wrapped her all up in the hospital, helping her get all cozy. And my mother-in-law's mother-in-law said, if I were a cat, I would purr. My mother-in-law told her that she would never forget that and take it to her grave, that it was the silliest thing, um, and she told many people the story afterward. Uh, they feel that that was the mother-in-law's way of connecting to my mother-in-law. Mm, that's crazy. So, my story, when I when I went there, I didn't get he didn't he didn't talk to us at all. Like nah. you know, it was it was most of the same people that were there. You were bringing down the energy, man. Exactly, because yeah. I was there as I was a skeptic. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I was not like hardcore. Like I'm gonna disprove this motherfucker. I just wanted to observe. Yeah, I want to observe and see if he was legit. You know, um, so nothing happened. But his techniques. I mean, I know that there was a lot of people bashing him, saying, "Oh, well, there's hours long for the taping of the show." Well, here's the thing: our event was only a couple hours long. You know, when his live events are only a couple hours long. I think he, the endurance um, of, of the uh, the taping of shows, I think that's out of pressure to make sure that he gets enough material for the show. So that's that, true. you know what I mean? But think about that. That's you always anything. do like, more so yeah, you have like enough for the show. If you're doing a documentary for like, if you're doing like a band. They do tons of You don't shit. just do one thing. Even if you're like a, a stand-up comedian, yeah. you don't yeah. do one show. You do like five, six shows. Oh, yeah. And you take... Which way was the best one? You right. know what I mean, that's, that's oh, yeah. a well, tactic. Just to be to be an advocate here, mm-hmm. um, if it is real that he is getting this information from wherever from yeah. the beyond, the likelihood that the crowd that's there would have deceased relatives that wanted it, that were talking yeah. to him, they gotta want to come through. Yeah. So, like that, he gets anybody at all. Is a big it, deal. Yeah, it's. It, I think it would say more or to discredit yeah. if it were more hits than less. Yes, it'd be different though if he just like every time he could readily just pull right. a fucking a deceased relative out of his ass and say, <laughs> <laughs> well, "That's how you smuggle them." If he could just readily pull a relative just out of out of out of, out of thin air, yeah. Out of thin derriere. So I mean, if he's if he's if it's taking a while, then that makes sense, you know. Yeah. So, okay, two things I want to say. Okay, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna say something that sounds like I'm kind of discrediting it, and then mm-hmm. at the same time show how. No, it's that's cred- good. So it's crediting. Okay, that's the way you investigate. So, we gotta look at both sides of this. Him saying in general, not just to the family members, but to whoever, mm-hmm. just take that with you. You'll figure it out later. Could be a tactic. That to, could be a cop out. Yeah, it could be a ca- tactic to make it look like. It is, but they just don't know yet, and then to move on so they don't look like he's wrong. Yeah. But at the same time, it could be because it really is. Because you're not getting it. Yeah. You're not getting it right now. You'll no. get it later. Because yeah. how many times do you tell someone, like, yo, this is a green bottle? Like, what? 
it's a green bottle, but and, and they don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes people don't understand something that's right. simple, but something that's you have to look back into your okay. history. Now, to, to play the other side too is that maybe he's he is faking it and he's just really good at guessing. Exactly. You know what I mean? And he's just playing it up for the crowd. I mean, it could just be that and the people that are going to see him are pumped up. Like Already I said, ready. Before, ready to have yeah. this experience. It's like uh, like we were talking about with uh, the the uh, Fall of Man. We were talking about like just like yes. that feeling of of wanting this experience, experience to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, where they're going there and they're they're primed for it. But like most things in the paranormal, and and we might as well just right now. Okay, let's let's pull into speculation station. Speculation station. You predicted it. We're pulling in. Check out. So me personally, like I'm. You could say I'm very good at guessing, or I know things, or whatever, or I'm tapping it. into things. I don't know. You're what you really want to call good it. at tapping into things. <laughs> tap it, tap it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, like, like, like I told you, every single one of my children, I predicted what day they'd be born, even mm-hmm. though it was like months afterwards that they're supposed to be born. Like this is the yeah. new date. I'm like, nope, it's gonna be this date. You know what I mean? Yeah, we talked about this before. Like, yeah, I, you did. You were talking about that. I predicted like I, I knew the sexes yeah. of my kids, and same with me. I, I knew the sexes of each one too. So mm-hmm. my point is, is it come psychic, or is it because I, I know, or is it because I just good at guessing? Or, I just or do I look at um, um, patterns good or what? Is Maybe. It? Well, that is, that could come down to patterns because if you think about it, okay, it's either gonna be male or female, or it's right. gonna be hermaphrodite. Right. Right? Or um, in the case I'm of Aphrodite. birthdays. Do, 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 do. I'm Aphrodite. <laughs> <laughs> we got good. one out. Yes. Yeah. Um, so in the case of birthdays, mm-hmm. not only, not, okay, there's 366 choices, right? Yeah. But with the pregnancy, it's narrowed down to a smaller window of time. But, That's but, true. But each, so one, that. each one was like, like a but month or two that is, early. That is crazy. Oh, yeah. And there's that. So, so yeah. they, they say, this is the date. I'm like, no. Like, it's no, it's going to be this date. And with one of them, with my with my oldest, um, I, I predicted the date. And then when it came close to the time, um, my daughter's mom was supposed to have, uh, what is it called? Um, they induced through labor mm-hmm. like two, three days earlier. And she's like, ha, 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 it's not going to be in the date you said. And, da, 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 da. and I said, no, I'm telling you, I don't care what they said they're going to do. I guarantee you're going to give birth on this day. Nah, we're doing it early. Ha, ha. Then what happened was the doctor got like um, uh, emergency, had to leave uh, out of state. So they so had they, to postpone they, they, they didn't do it. And they were going to put, put it off to like a couple of days after. Wow. And then on the day that I said that she'd be born, she was born. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's not like on some... You know, did you but like did a, you make it happen? That's the thing. Did that you have like a pool? <laughs> That's possible huh? too. Did you have like a pool? Did you have anything? Any money laying on that? No money laying on it. Damn. But, but, you got to start doing it. But you know, because I, I was in, 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 as proof, yeah. I, I can go back and look into my notebooks and all those notebooks I have. Right. Like I was writing my like my daughter's fucking... name, and I was writing um, her her birth date. Mm. Way before she like like it's like, like four months in. You know? With like, all those wow. notebooks, it's like you're like the like uh, Kevin Spacey from Seven. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Or a modern day Nostradamus. Right. But yeah, seriously. So my point is like, I was writing, I'd write it down, write it down, write it down. But write he, down. he's less vague than Nostradamus. Yeah, yeah I was writing straight <laughs> down. Boom, 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 boom. And boom. then she's like, no, it's going to be a male. Like, no, it's going to be a female. And it's, this is the date it's going to be. And I was dead on. Well, side note. Nostril dumbass. Nostril <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> side note. If if time is cyclical. Yes. Right? If everything that's ever happened has already happened. I mean, 
if 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 let's, okay. let's just say let's go let's run with that theory that sure. some people have that everything has already happened on branch realities whatever but it's cyclical okay then why why can't we sometimes get sure. a little bit of information from the future a little bit of Monica that might be how it works that might be how precognitive I, I, stuff I agree, works I, it could I agree, be I, agree, yeah. I think it's energy that you can tap into yeah but some people are not capable of tapping into it because they don't open their mind and think about it or, or periodically they or, do it but they have no control over or it or everyone Maybe. is capable of doing it they but just they don't, don't yeah. have the ability no, to, they, every, to recognize that real quick. Everyone, everyone is capable I'm saying they're, yeah. they're not capable because they're not they're applying themselves flare your nostrils flare your nostrils Okay, everybody here could do it. So the, let's say that that's, that's, that's the equivalent of being a psychic. Now, there are people that don't know how to flare their nostrils, yeah. but they have the ability. They could. They if they could learn. figure yeah. it out, once you figure it out, you could do it. When yeah, I, when everybody was, has those muscles on their exactly. nostrils. When so. I was 10, I, I couldn't roll my R's because someone's trying to teach me a Mexican word like Rico, like Rico, right? I'm like, Rico, Rico. But I couldn't say Rico, Rico, Rico. Rico. I couldn't Suave. do it. I could not do it. I was like, Rico, Rico. I couldn't do it, but once I learned Ruffles how to do have it, ridges. I could do it like crazy now. But my point is, I could never do. Kundalingus like, does that. That's because you live in Minnesota. No, this is this is. This is <laughs> no, no, you live. That's because you lived in Wisconsin. Could have been. You were born in Long Beach. I, le- I learned. I learned it here in, in in yeah in Mesa actually. Exactly. That's where I learned how to roll my R's. Yeah. There I you never, go. But it, it there was, was no need to yeah. in Wisconsin. Not there's no need for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's Kundalingus. That's Ash Ash Kosh Bagash. You gotta, awesome. you gotta yes. say the alphabet. Sometimes you gotta roll those R's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chuck. Um, what do you think? Again, I don't. I don't know that I really have enough sufficient evidence to be able to say either way. Mm-hmm. But because it's still me telling you this is anecdotal, right? It's still all yeah. anecdotal evidence to me. Yeah. Like if I'd have witnessed it myself, maybe. And I'm not like trying mm-hmm. to discredit anybody. Yeah. I'm just saying, as far as it goes, anybody's one-sided anecdotal evidence isn't necessarily enough to provide somebody with with tangible evidence yes. to be able to say yes, I believe that this is. The case, um, I, from my experience, yeah. don't see that that is something that is possible. What I have seen and experienced is people who are really, really capable of mentalism. Yeah, and oh, we're gonna get in that on another episode as well. Right, but I mean, like that is a that is a a well honed skill. Yeah, that make people appear to have magical abilities. Yeah. Or, or maybe that's what a magical ability really right, is. But no, I mean, like, like I don't it know. Could if you, be, yeah, right. Like he mentioned earlier, one and the same. Like yeah. he mentioned earlier, James Randi. Yes, James Randi is. Uh, he practiced mentalism. Yeah, and cold reading. Uh, I don't know if you know. I've probably talked to him. I talked about him before, but Matt Dillahunty. He's uh, uh, he does the uh, what is it called? Atheist experience uh, in mm-hmm. Austin. Um, he's also a professional magician, and he does. Mentalism and cold reading, but he's not trying to bamboozle people. He's no, like, no, no, Look, we're, we're magicians. Not. Absolutely, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and he he states like, yeah, very clearly, like, and so does James Randi, and most, and so does um, what is his name, uh, Chris Angel. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But, he does. Like, he doesn't Penn try to pass off his real shit. No, that's the other dude. <laughs> te- uh, Pen, Pen Gillette. Yeah, specifically, definitely Pen Gillette yeah. will say because he's an atheist and mm-hmm. he's a skeptic and he is a, a, a professional magician. And he explains, like, look, these are all tricks. What we're yeah, doing in front of, of you is a trick. Exactly. We're tricking you. And he, he'll say throughout the entire trick that you're being tricked yeah. and still trick the fuck out of you, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. But I've seen it. It's, 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 it, you're, it, they're capable of doing that. Yes. So 
from my so what else are my, other people capable right of? from my understanding of reality mm-hmm. it's more believable that somebody is really really good at tricking you yeah. than it is believable that they can talk to dead people so however seemingly improbable that he can pull some of this information out right it's very possible that he knows how to get that information right yeah but then, then that, even, that, 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 even that could with be those the specifics that could be the act of being a psychic. But that could be such a Exactly. <laughs> sure, sure. But. Because, I mean, what we what we think of is psychic is you talking to dead people. Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's you tapping into that. that well, first the thing is, like, with the magicians, they're not tapping into anything. It's yeah. very much a trick. They know it's a trick. It's the same. No, no, no I think it's a tapping in because they, 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 they move their hand over here. They're making you, they're kind of yeah. tapping in. But they're you. leading you yeah. is, is yes, the difference. Yeah. The difference yes. with those they're magicians. They're not actually psychic. They're not actually yeah. being capable of, they That magic is leading you. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the magic is leading you, but but the uh, the alleged uh, psychic abilities and and, and that's why and, I never and, say and magic I'm with a K. I never say I'm psychic, yeah. but at the same time, I I I've, I can just tell things. Like, yeah. I, I'll meet a stranger I've never seen in my life and say, "Yo, this situation happened in your life. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay, get over it. You know, you'll be all right. You know, whatever. It, just, it happens a lot. Okay, and, and we're gonna get into it. I'm not a psychic. I don't. Cons- we're gonna get into empathy on a future episode too. But that could be empathy. But you have a lot of empathy. Definitely. The the like I've told you before when I'm like I'll be like driving or walking or doing something mm-hmm. and my, I'll have a vis- a physical reaction to it and like I'll twitch and then like I can see like instantly in my head play out another future branch. events play out and how that will affect me and I can instantly change course so it usually happens when I'm driving and I'll just have like this quick mental tick mm-hmm. and then. I will either slow down, do something else, because like I in the like it's so split second. Like in the moment, I'm thinking I'm gonna get over into this lane, but then I see myself like going over the embankment or something. No question. And I, I mean, there's no way for me to prove that that would have been a permission. Yeah, a premonition. Now here's the thing: I avoided that image in my head. That that possibility. I look at I look at it this way. Okay, same thing happened to me many times. Yeah, you put an atheist out in a field. You put a why I'm cold. Okay, no, take this out. <laughs> you, you, you put you put you put an atheist and a a religious scholar. Uh-huh. Put them both out in a field. Okay, together or in separate and, fields. And no, same field. Okay. Same field. Oh. They could be. They could both be present. Okay. Is there a field mouse out there? Because this is all 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 relative. To now, the size of our lights. I'm not going to say what they are. Uh-huh. Lights appear in the sky. Okay. Okay. To one person, it's obviously a religious uh, uh, encounter. God the came. atheist might say, "Well." I'm going to either, if they're a hardcore skeptic, they're going to say, well, it's got to be some kind of military play. It's got to be something of ours. Or some, yeah. But uh, yeah. even being atheist, they uh, might say, hey, that might be a UFO because I don't know more, what the fuck it is. Yeah, I mean, it's more likely to have been yeah. a UFO other than any but the type point, of But my, my point yeah, yeah. of why I'm bringing this up is it, it, this this ties in exactly with, with, with how you feel about this. So sure. you have this ability. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an ability, whether it's psychic or whether it's just, like, like we're all chess players. Yeah. Um, it could be like an extension of that. Like could you be, can yeah. follow things out, probabilities out, and you, you're very good at visualizing it. Yeah. Okay. That it could be that, or it could be it could be a psychic ability. Right, exactly. But, it, like, stance, but I have, I, I'm I'm too chicken yeah. shit to, <laughs> to just to, say to get definitive proof because yeah. I I never follow through with that original image that I see mm-hmm. because it always leads to disaster. Yeah. So that, that, that's that's my point. Like so it could be a psychic ability. It is. Yeah. It is. And it, it isn't. My point is, maybe it all depends on I, how he views it. This goes right. back to ghosts. Like you say, ghost, and you think that's a dead person that's walking around. Yeah, that might not be what it is, 
Mm-hmm. But there are, you might the see something, a wispy thing that goes by, might be a real thing that happens. Yeah. Well, whether it's that or energy, whether it's two cold fronts or whatever coming yeah. together and hitting, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a real thing. Right. It's a phenomenon. So it is a ghost. A ghost does exist in right. that sense. Well, it's but like the, the it's flying you, Dutch you consider ship. It. The flying yeah. Dutch ship. Yeah. You know what that is? Like the Flying Dutchman or whatever? The reason why they said that the, the ship was flying is, is because of like a... Fog? No. It's a, it's a, an optical illusion when a ship gets too far out in a certain time during the day. It looks like because the way the, oh, yeah, yeah, cause it the, looks the, like it's the sun above the it. yeah yeah it's kind of like you know like when you're driving on the road and you can yeah. look out and you uh, can see the water but the it's mirage. Like, it's, mirage yeah. yeah yeah the mirage mirage but back back to John Edwards so I mean laying all this out there yeah is is he legit or is he is he not I mean I say it's it's hard to say I say there's no I I be not at this point I would have yeah. no way of determining whether he is or is not legit. so he says he don't know which way to go. Uh, as far as his, his yeah, it's, no, not enough evidence to go one, one way or okay. another. Mm-hmm. For me, it, I, I believe that what he is legit in the fact of what he's saying did have make sense. Whether that, whether that makes him a psychic because he's tapping into it from ghost telling yeah. him it, or if he just has this ment, what do you call it? Ment- mentalism. Mentalism. Either way, he is doing that because those things are making Let's right. focus on that real quick. No, here's so, the thing okay, it's like to, to agree with that, yes. Something is happening. Yeah. Something is being done. But I'm more on the side of the fence of it's likely a well-honed skill. Yeah. What rather than speaking to spirits. Now yeah. that's kind of what now what Frank was saying. He may too. not even know himself. Yeah. That he's performing this well-honed skill. He may be believing that it is yes. the dead. But here, here's another an alternative take on it. It could be a, a well-honed skill. Either way, mm-hmm. either way, um, he could. Uh, let's just say that in this case, he's not talking to the dead okay. at all. Yeah, it's a well-honed skill. But is that skill just knowing people well, mm-hmm. or is it a psychic ability? Him reading the person. Very true. Yeah, it gets. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one will ever no, know. But yeah. the fact of it is, he's getting stuff that's right. Even if he has some that's wrong, like I said, Michael Jordan will miss yeah. some, but he's still a great player. Yeah. So my point is, like, he still would be great in his craft of what he's doing. Even if sure, he I mean, he wrong. was successful. He, he did what he did. And yeah. I'm not saying, like, 100% of the time he hurt people. Um, this is coming from I do. That- I do feel like this type of this practice and the way that it goes about mm-hmm. being so public and so huge and yeah. so grandiose is. Uh, predatory? Yes, yes. I, I agree 100%. with them on that. Yeah, hundred percent. That's my point. Because he makes his living off this. Yeah. No, that's the that's the thing. If you're a great guitarist, do you say, "Oh, I can't make a living off it"? No. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But, but my no. point is, like me, I don't like psychics. I think they're pieces of shit. <laughs> Even mm. though I feel like, in some ways, I have the capabilities. Like I said, those things yeah. I've said. Yeah. But I don't. I never once ever said I'm a psychic. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I don't believe that. You know, and plus, like I said, like you said, if you're preying on someone with it, then that's fucked up. You know yeah. what I mean? If you're making a living off of it, you know, saying that there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're like using it as a way to prey on people who are vulnerable, if you're manipulating them, yeah, that's that's a that's different story. Up, in my opinion. You know, yeah, I wasn't manipulating my, my baby mom by saying this is when the date the daughter my daughter's gonna be born. You're just stating something that was very matter of fact yeah. to you, like you knew. Yeah, I just knew. Like this is what it is. It is. No matter what, they, like do was. Yeah. Like, Yo, I'm telling you, no, it is. And I was the same way. This is what it is. Same with thing with like, 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 what, if you're gonna have a boy or a girl, nine times out of ten, I'm pretty much right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if I do the scratch and sniff test, I'm 100 <laughs> percent right with that. Scratch and sniff what? I scratch their belly and I sniff it, and I every time I've ever said what I get, 
They always got pheromones. And I've, <laughs> and I've also uh, told twins, like twins, uh-huh. like four or five times. I said, you guys are have twins from get go. Like when they're yeah. like first find they're pregnant, it's like you're having twins. And like, don't curse me with that shit. Maybe and you are cursing them with that shit. Maybe I am. Maybe. But that's the thing. Which way does it go? Is, right? it, is it is it that you're you're you are seeing the future, or are you I'm making causing. that happen? That's what I'm saying. Like mind over matter. I have. A, I, think, I feel. I with feel, that whole thing with your brother. That's what I'm saying. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I feel I have a strong mind. Like I said, yeah. I wish seven people did they die. I'm saying my brother's situation. I have a twin brother, and da, 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 he's over in Washington, and I had that. You know, what I'm saying, not my real twin brother, but we like look a lot like. So my point is. Yeah. Is it because my mind is real strong, or is it because I'm really the only person and no one else exists and this, everything's in my head? You know what I'm saying? Or what is it? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, that's like I know, like I'm the resident skeptic, mm-hmm. but like I'm not like you're not out to disprove. I'm not things. shitting on things yeah. just to be to be cynical. Yeah. Um, and I'm not really like I don't think I'm shitting on things. No. I just like I kind of say I approach it from a different viewpoint where and we have like, to. Yeah, you but know, it's there, like there's a few yeah, shit. I, there's a few shits that you drop. Well, of course, but there that, are some like, things that I shit on. Like, like I was listening to the episode. <laughs> yeah, just listening to a, this came out. And I was like, he's, I was like, yo, churches help people. No, they don't. Like, yes, they do. <laughs> well, you know what? The the women's WNBA they help people too. Was that, was that, the WNBA? No, I'm just making something up. My point is, you're saying this person helps people too. So it I just matter. know that I, doesn't mean that these people don't help people. So you're saying it all like I'm being like a grumpy asshole about it, you're but it's being, like it Ch- religion, Chuck isn't quite is. rational. <laughs> wiki. <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> the, my point. My point for that is that churches aren't necessary. Yeah, the, because but that wasn't the things, question. The question they was, aren't because you still I, have Popeyes and yeah. KFC. The, que- the question right? was the question was I said it wasn't a question. The, the thing was I said <laughs> they help people. It doesn't matter if they're necessary. It doesn't matter if they did it for altruistic reasons or not. It doesn't matter if someone I think, else. Didn't I get onto the point where the, yeah, I agreed yeah. with you that they do yeah. help, but it's but, all right. Let's, anyway, let's other <laughs> shit. So I, I'm not shitting on things because because yeah. I'm trying to be cynical yeah. or anything like that. I just this is my belt. I uh, okay. I try to I try to because it's not like I disagree that yeah. that weird uh, things happen. I know that weird things happen. I've seen weird things, but I yeah. think that there's more. There's there's got yeah. to be a better a explanation, more, a more natural yeah. explanation for things. Well, the thing is, it all it's all natural. Exactly. Let's hit it with the proto po real quick. Proto po. So, I mean, we basically summed it up. So, is he legit or is he not, or not enough? I say he's legit. Not so much as he's talking to dead people, mm-hmm. but I think he's legit tapping into some kind of information and getting getting. His information from something, and in that way, it's legit. In that way, it's legit. Chuck, again, I think legitimate things are happening. What those things are, I don't have a way of determining at this at this juncture. Yeah, but like I said, it doesn't matter the source. It doesn't matter. Right. Sure. I mean, is, is it the shoes or is it his his being in a gym all the time that makes Jordan make the shots? Yeah. It doesn't exactly. where it comes from. Or is it saying, mentality? Because he win the game, right. he wins the game. That's what it comes yeah. down to, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the I same boat. It's like a, a harness and some really thin wires, or somebody <laughs> actually has the ability to fly. Either way, they're getting to the top of that fucking He's, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. Peter they, Pan they made a fucking logo Peter of him Pan. doing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat as far as I don't know how he's getting this information. You know, I don't know if it's from spirits or not, but I think he is legitimately getting some kind of information because it's too much, in my opinion, mm-hmm. to just be cold reading. Yeah, or warm yeah. reading. I don't, and I don't think I don't see him leading the person. Here's the to thing. get the information. And he tells him no, motherfucker. Just, this is what yeah, it is. To, this is to, what it is. Yeah. Just to throw this out there, though. Yes. Like as far as your mother-in-law's story, and I'm not again. I'm not saying she's. It wasn't something that actually happened. Mm-hmm. But think of it is. I think um, 
if you think of those those the number of times where he's maybe said a similar yeah. story to other crowds and it and it fell flat and mm-hmm. nothing came from it and like, then he, you're thinking it might be a one size one one shoe fits trying to fit all kind of thing where he just so hey, I'll throw this one out there maybe that's possible and if if and if like none of because she kept saying like at the beginning like no that's not that's yeah. not what happened and he just kept going with it and he's like fuck it let's see what happens if I just keep going with it and but if I'm know, wrong I'm wrong yeah. but these people around in the in the audience won't know that they're I'm not going to know the difference yeah. but yeah. but when she got confirmation from her sure. friend but yeah maybe that's this very specific though. it wasn't very it didn't kinda, I don't, it didn't seem like something retroactively fitting sure. it to. Because she yeah. just went home and thought, oh, yeah, I remember this happened. Yeah. Then it could have been that. You know what I mean? 100%. And that was the case in one situation with yeah, the whole kitten situation. thing. Yeah, but, the kitten yeah. thing. But the other the one. friend, that sure. was like. And I know, I know it's very, like, the likelihood of it. But, I mean, it's a possibility that it was a very, very, very good coincidence. Yeah. So this brings what me. What is coincidence? Is coincidence coincidence or coincidence? That's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. But coincidence could be. Sure. But. What it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. High strangers. Like I said, it's about names. Yeah, we put English language. We put language to things. Doesn't make it. Well, that's what the it th- is. that's the fun thing about about the the English language and about words is that they're they're there, but they're they have a structure and meaning, but we can play with them. Exactly. So, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I think what it what it really comes down to is us agreeing on the terminology and what yeah. we're actually talking about, and then did, you know coming to a conclusion there on what we are all talking about and what we're all agreeing. That's what I'm saying. On. So I think he does what he does. Yeah, but is it sure. but how he is, does is it? Is he talking is to dead people? Yeah, yeah. I think or is he how... tapping? Because I tap into stuff. I don't think dead people are talking to me. Right, I just tap into yeah. shit like, yo, I feel this. I think this. Like I said, customers come in that look like they're nicest person in the world. And I'm like, this motherfucker's gonna steal, and they try to steal. You know I mean? <laughs> but are you making it happen? No dead person came and said, that, watch that motherfucker right there. He's gonna do no, no, none of that shit happened. But I what just, if it did though? Like, what if you it just could have been? What yeah. if it's dead you from the future? Could be. Could be that That's thing. why you don't think it's another person. It could be. That's yeah. But my point is, I'm not going on saying this yeah, is what exactly. I, I, right. You're not going to be matter of fact about that. Yeah. End of it. So do you think maybe? Th- here's the thing. What if? What if everybody who says they talk to dead people have what what Frank has, and the, and they just have these premonitions yeah. and they have these things. But the best way that they can explain it is because so many people believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. To keep themselves from it's looking like, insane. Yeah. Sure. It's ghosts. Like, the it's voices ghosts. they hear in their head. Yeah. They think it's that, but really it's your own inner. Inner self well, for this whole self. thing to work, yeah. I mean, they're coming to connect with deceased loved ones. Now, if he were to go and he, he would spoil the whole thing by saying, it's not dead people, it's, it's I'm right. thinking this through you. Right. So even if he did know it, it would kind of, sure, it would hurt his whole shtick, you know? Yeah. I hate that word. Shtick. 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 So. Shtick up. I mean, and you'll find that we're, we're going to talk about other psychic mediums uh, uh, in, in future episodes. No psychic larges? I think there are a lot of. I know. <laughs> remember, psychic remember, smalls. remember a small medium a at small large? Medium large. <laughs> <laughs> now, check it out. I, awesome. I think there are a lot of charlatans out there, and we yeah. will get to them. There's definitely some charlatans out there when it comes mm-hmm. to psychic mediums, but I, I wanted to start with John Edward because I think he might be legit. Mm. All right, well, that's going to wrap this episode up. Of learning like a, to curse. Like, like a kitty. <laughs> Wrap it up like a kitten. <laughs> like a burrito. Like a kitten. Now I want a burrito. Don't forget to hit us up on the social meds. Yeah. Class is dismissed. You missed.